UMass fans, Josh Coney, the latest addition to the UMass basketball family. The energy here is unreal, and let's not forget, UMass football season is revving up, and I'm all in. Now listen up. Moving can be a hassle, but five college movers made my transition seamless. Mention my name, Josh, and you'll not only score exclusive pricing, but tickets to a UMass basketball game of your choosing, courtesy of five college movers. So UMass fans, let's rally for football, get ready for basketball, and when it's time to move stress-free, team up with five college movers. Go UMass. And a big warm welcome to Commonwealth Conversations. Everyday Minutemen Stories brought to you by the Massachusetts Collective. As always, I'm your host, Nathan Strauss, and today's guest is a man who is making a name for himself right now in the UMass community. He is the co-founder and executive director of the Midnight Ride Collective, which has made some major waves this fall and this last offseason. You know him as the life of Schneids. It is Corey Schneider. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Why don't you introduce yourself a little bit and, and talk about your sort of UMass journey as a whole and, and how you got to where you are right now? Sure. Uh, well, I am in my family. I am uh, five out of the six of us kids. Uh, that's step siblings and actual full siblings. Are UMass grads? Uh, there was one black sheep that went to Syracuse. But other than that, come from a family of, of UMass grads. And I actually, um, believe it or not, I didn't start at UMass. I actually played football at Merrimack my freshman year. And just, you know, the school just wasn't a good fit for me. Uh, and I was pretty beat up. And so I remember when I was walking to a final, uh, my dad called me and was like, hey, you got into you got into UMass. And I was like, oh, great. And then after that, he's like, no, you got into UMass. So after this final, what you're going to do is go to the bursar's office at Merrimack and tell them that you are leaving. <laughs> and so that was uh, that was kind of that for me. Uh, I had actually also gotten into, this is painful for me to say a little bit, but I also got into Ohio State and uh, my parents made that decision for me for UMass. But it honestly turned out to be the best decision that could have ever been made. Because then I got to UMass, and it was when Coach Morris was uh, still a head football coach, and my coach at Cheshire Academy had a relationship with him. And I remember getting the email on my UMass, it was maybe like the first email I got from my student email, and it was Kevin Morris, and just said, "Come down and see me." And so I was very nervous. I went down to um, McGurk, and where like the away team is right now like that was the locker room and that was where the coach's offices were at the time and so I went and saw him and he was basically like look you're an offensive line division two offensive lineman you're slow so you can try to walk on and become a linebacker you're still probably going to be slow or with two bum knees or you can start working for the program and, and by the way we're probably going to be transitioning to, to FBS and so the decision was pretty easy for me and that's really how I, I got my first involvement with UMass football and I was there through, uh, through Charlie Molnar, which was certainly interesting, but, you know, built some great relationships. My boss was great. His name's Jordan Jerry. He's now the DFO and senior associate AD awake. Um, and so kind of just, uh, been involved ever since Ryan and I met through, you know, one of my jobs. And so kind of just progressed from there. Which is a pretty good origin story. Uh, if we, if we're being honest, uh, you know, this is sort of a, a UMass basketball focused, uh, you know, 
collective and it's a UMass basketball focused conversation, but it's hard to have you on and not immediately jump to football uh, where you are now. As far as the genesis for Midnight Ride, how did that come about and, and how do you kind of see NIL, the NIL space existing right now? Yeah. So the genesis was, um, you know, right after Thanksgiving, uh, Ryan and Dave had reached out to me asking if, you know, I'd be interested in getting involved um, with an NIL initiative. Because initially I was like, hey, I want to get involved with the Gridiron Club and try to kind of weasel my way onto the board there. But uh, they offered this to me and it was a no brainer. Uh, And that's when I was introduced. I did not know my partner, Tim McDermott. I did not uh, know Tim prior to uh, this. And basically every day since it's kind of just working. And the one thing that was immediately clear to us, like um, Massachusetts Collective, is at the University of Massachusetts, football and basketball, you know, this isn't uh, disparaging against any other program, but like they, they do need to be prioritized and they do need kind of their own attention. And we just, Tim and I felt strongly that football needed its own collective. And so with, you know, the support of some, you know, some strong UMass football alums in, um, in PT Tommaso and Paul Manganero, uh, UMass kind of gave us the green light to launch a unnamed football collective uh, for UMass. And then Midnight Ride, we probably had, Pat, I don't know about uh, how many Pat had, but we probably had 15, 20 different names. And uh, UMass made it fairly easy because they cut down on the majority of them. But they were just like, what does Midnight Ride mean? And it, it is an ode to Paul Revere's Midnight Ride. And, you know, name kind of stuck. And, and here we are. I mean, I think if, if you don't get the Midnight Ride name <laughs> as a UMass fan right away, and you're cheering for the UMass Minutemen, you should go read one of those like um, children's history of the Revolutionary War books. I think it's great. I think it's awesome. I think it's much better than like, I think it's it's great. UMass commits to the bit fully, right? Um, and I think it's I think it's awesome. As far as like what NIL is like as a whole right now, UMass has the Mass Collective. It has now Midnight Ride as well. Um, is it sort of this, the case for you where you kind of view it as like a rising tide carries all ships insofar as, you know, the more people who you can bring out to get involved with the collectives, you know, the more fans will end up watching the games, the more the students benefit, the more the players benefit as well. Is it one of those things where just like uh, it opens up more avenues for everyone, not just the people involved with the collectives? Absolutely. Because I think that, you know, there's really two once once you graduate from college, it really becomes there's two avenues. There are people that, you know, if you're the sports, you're a division one school with sports, that is the great connector. And there's people that want to, you know, they're intense and they want to see the programs, each program do really well. But then there's other people that, yeah, they want the programs to do well, but through athletics is a connection to, you know, their friends getting together, kind of nostalgia. And so I think that at UMass, particularly with football and basketball, that if those two programs are doing well, it is going to be, you know, kind of just great for all the programs. But as we've seen right now, 
it, it just doesn't work without those programs doing well. And so like why I got involved in all of this was, yeah, I have a full-time other job, but I was worried about if, if I didn't do it, it wouldn't get done the right way. And like, I just know that where we're at right now, like in college football, this needed to be taken seriously and done as, as best as possible. And so it was a challenge that I definitely wanted to take on because I do know that the benefit of, you know, there's kind of a, now a new blueprint in college athletics, particularly in college football through the portal and NIL, that like you can build a program a lot faster than it was in the past. And with UMass, this is kind of why everyone is always frustrated because like we check all the boxes for, frankly, a, a you know, Big Ten school, but our football and basketball just isn't there. And so I think that if we can establish strong a strong overall NIL culture at UMass, I think that it could be a very a meteoric rise. And I do think that too, that like if we develop a strong NIL culture, that also forces the university, the system, the state to have to pay attention and have to invest as well. So we're kind of doing it now a little bit backwards how it traditionally was, but I think that it has an, an immense uh, benefit. Yeah, without a doubt, uh, you know, the the it's it's been really great to see this year. And if this is where it's at right now, imagine what it's going to be like 12 months from now, too. Um, do you have a favorite UMass basketball moment or a UMass football moment or just a UMass athletics moment in general that stands out to you from your time here as either a student or a, a fan or someone involved in the NIL space? Yeah, um, so I graduated in 2013 and... It's tough because like my years that I was at UMass there were pretty lean uh, from an athletic standpoint. So I would say, you know, I had already been graduated, but like that VCU game for basketball, um, I was watching on TV. I remember after work and like that was so cool I, to see Mullins just like packed out. And that's what kind of gives me, it gets me fired up just to see like what we can be again. So I would say that for, for basketball, that whole season was awesome. At least the you know eighty first eighty percent of it was awesome. Um, and then from football, you know, I would say that just being being there for the first FBS win uh, in Akron was really cool. Um, a lot of the memories for me, there's some pretty funny stories for for kids that worked in operations during those first years of F FBS, just like hanging out in the tunnels of Gillette. Uh, meeting different people, seeing different things. So I would say, you know, a lot of those would be uh, some of the best memories. Even some of the road trips that didn't end very well were still pretty memorable. But I would say the one that sticks out would be, uh, you know, that Akron win. Also kind of that shootout with uh, Mississippi State. That was just a really fun football game to to be at and, and watch. Well, I cannot wait for us to share together when UMass makes and wins a bowl for the first time, because I, I think it will happen. I think that's going to be uh, everyone's favorite memory uh, whenever it does get there. Uh, we we like to end these with a couple of uh, lighter questions. Um, but you mentioned that VCU game back in, in, in your student days. If you could give one player in the history of UMass basketball uh, the opportunity for a game-winning shot. Uh, who is who? Who are you putting uh, in that spot? If you could pick anyone from the you know the the entire history of the uh, of the team. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, 
maybe a little bit unorthodox because it was a very unorthodox shooting style, but maybe like Trey Davis. I, I always liked Trey Davis. I thought that his kind of like the hitch in his shot was interesting, but um, he always kind of seemed to come through. It's it's great because you're the third person we've had on. We've had three different answers, which I think says a lot, which I really appreciate. And the the last one for you is if you were an athlete, well, you were an athlete, but it, right. If you were an athlete in today's day and age, um, what would your dream NIL deal be? Oh, man. Uh, well, I would probably it would have to be either. Antonio's or maybe I'm also a huge fan. I feel like he doesn't get enough love. I'm a huge fan of Posse Basta. Um, so it'd probably be one of those two. Posse Basta as an athlete would be great because you could carbo load so hard. Um, Antonio's has been a common answer. Posse Basta is a great shout. I'm a huge fan of their, of their parm of their chicken parm. Um, but yeah, uh, if people want to find you and the collective, where can they do that? Sure. Well, it's not hard to find me on Twitter uh, at Life of Schneids, but to get to the collective, the website is midnightridenil.com. Uh, and our social handles on all of it uh, is the same thing uh, Midnight Ride NIL. That's where to find us. Well, once again, want to thank Corey for being here and uh, encourage everyone to become members of both the Mass Collective and. Uh, the Midnight Ride Collective, who are doing great work in keeping and getting UMass football and basketball competitive and keeping them there. Uh, thanks, Corey, for sharing your journey uh, and your UMass story. And thanks to everyone for listening to Commonwealth Conversations Everyday Minutemen Stories, brought to you by the Massachusetts Collective. As always, go UMass, and we will talk to you next time. UMass fans, Josh Coney the latest addition to the UMass basketball family. The energy here is unreal, and let's not forget UMass football season is revving up, and I'm all in. Now listen up. Moving can be a hassle, but five college movers made my transition seamless. Mention my name, Josh, and you'll not only score exclusive pricing, but tickets to a UMass basketball game of your choosing, courtesy of five college movers. So UMass fans, let's rally for football, get ready for basketball, and when it's time to move stress-free, team up with five college movers. Go UMass.